gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier, y'all gonna talk about it. No, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. Yo, 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 welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Men of Mindsets podcast. I'm your host, Xavier, sitting here with the wonderful D. D, what up? What's up? How you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to it. We got, a, um, we got another dope episode on the way, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. But before we start, I'd like to advise everyone that's using to please uh, like, subscribe, what else, rate, get that five-star rate, rate and that, that review. Share all those things. We tag do. us on Instagram. Tag everything. us on everything. All those things we uh, greatly, greatly appreciate it. And we gonna get right into the show as always. I thought you had something oh, to no. sit on, but so today we got a very, very own um, special guest. It's a guy we've been we've been chatting for a while on social media, and then I ran into him at the uh, my guy Jay Monopoly Better Way event. And this was when was this September? Couple this, weeks ago, yeah, right? man, I'm tripping. September, yeah, I'm tripping. Few weeks ago. What you said September? September? Oh my god! I'm thinking yeah. of the last one. I'm thinking of the last one. My bad. This, yeah, this was a couple weeks ago, and I didn't even know he was in Dallas. So now I seen him out here. I'm like, we definitely got to have him on the show. So Absolutely. we super, we super happy to have him here. His name is Kyle Dandy. He's killing everything in media. I'm pretty sure y'all, if y'all don't know who he is, y'all definitely need to tap in. So welcome to the show, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. We, we mm-hmm. like I said, we happy to have you, man. You've been doing your thing for a while, but so just get straight into it. So for the people who may not be familiar with you, this could be their first time seeing you or hearing you. Do you mind just giving some background on yourself on who you are, what do you do, all that good stuff? My name is Kyle Dindy. I'm 24 years old, married, live in Dallas, Texas right now. Um, I do a lot of things. It's funny. It's a running joke in my family. Nobody (laughs) really knows what I do. They know I do a lot of things. And honestly, I tell people under the social media umbrella, anything that you need, I can do it. And if I can't do it, I can connect you with somebody who can. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get verified, I'll verify you. If you want to get your account recovered, I'll recover it. If you want to you know, claim a, a username if you want to grow your account, whatever under that umbrella a person needs, like I'm the guy for it. And I'm oh. when I say the guy, I mean like I'm the plugs plug for that. You the plug <laughs> talk your talk, man. The plugs plug. plug. <laughs> we, we talked um what was it? I think yesterday you said you you said you got twenty people like verified just this twenty month. to thirty in the last couple weeks. In the last and couple my weeks. My wife can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, he I, out I, here I, working. He's working, y'all. Trust me, he, he's definitely working. I, I've been seeing your brand grow, so you definitely working. Yeah, but I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh so first, how did you even get into to that? Man, so you want to jump right into like yeah. the the PR verification side of stuff, or or like I'll just my like whole story, the, the whole, whole story. We, yeah, we go, we go the whole Man. story. Man, um, yeah. So I growing up in 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 Texas, like every kid here, I wanted to play sports, wanted to play mm-hmm. football in college, and went that whole route. In 2014, I had like two surgeries. Um, wow. So back to back, I had an ankle surgery, knee surgery, and pretty overnight, I saw every aspiration that I had as far as sports go just kind of crumble to the ground, like. I wasn't going to recover from that. And I was my junior year. It's when recruiting is most important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was in, I would say like eighth grade, I have a stepbrother named Jordan and we wanted to be like rappers, right? <laughs> and so we bought actually mics just like this, but mm-hmm. like the, the cheaper version. <laughs> not the, not the, we bought like the USB ones, yeah. right? And so we had these USB mics. We like would record songs and everything. But for whatever reason, when I was recovering from this surgery in 2014, my knee surgery, the, the mic was there. Um, in this room that I was recovering in and I just plugged it in um, and 
I just started speaking from my heart, like anything that was coming up, words of inspiration, motivation, just sharing. Looking back, it was kind of cringy and thrown together, like all the cheesy <laughs> motivational stuff. But after I did that, just like a rapper would do, I posted it on SoundCloud, shared it to Facebook, and all of a sudden people were like, this is kind of cool, kind of mm. in, in inspired by what I was sharing. And right there in that moment, I was like, I'm going to be a motivational speaker. Mm. Nobody saw me as that. Nobody booked me as that at that point in time. Nobody, you know, was inviting me to speak places. I wasn't traveling. I wasn't doing anything. I just saw right then I had a gift and I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And it's funny because at 17, 16, 17, at that age, um, I started getting myself booked to speak as a motivational speaker. And it was super small events. But now um, in the last couple of years, I've had a, a speaking program that we put you know, six, 7,000 people inside of. And the same things I teach people today about how to become a speaker and actually land speaking engagements was stuff that at 17, I was learning through trial and error. Trial and error. And so I, I did that whole thing, literally like was showing up to events where when I first showed up, there was one person there and he didn't even know who I was yet because the person I was communicating with wasn't even there yet. And one thing that I did so well, I think, at that age is that I never looked at those small opportunities any less than the big ones. Mm -hmm. Like one thing that I felt God put in my heart from a young age and from the time I started speaking was, would you do this if it's a small thing? Not just if it's a big thing. Everybody's like, oh, I'll, you know, if everybody's listening to my music, I'll be more consistent. Mm -hmm. If I have more listeners, I'll do the podcast more consistently. That's but right. you guys know that the listeners come after, after the, consistency. the consistency. And so what I did was just continue to show up. Um, I showed up again and again and again. And long story short, eventually things started to, a lot of consistency, then things would pop. Mm -hmm. A lot of consistency, then things would pop. And one of the first times that happened was I was asked to be on this uh, TV show, this Christian TV show. And I was, uh, you know, going to go in there and just kind of do my thing. And I was on an interview kind of like this. And I had this like scripture that I wanted to share. And as he was closing down the show, I was like, I still need to share this. And so I stopped him on his show. <laughs> like that's going to be on TV. And I, I, I was like, I need to say one more thing. And I did. And I shared it. And long story short, when that show actually aired, that video, that clip, which reached like 20 million people. And like I was 18, getting invited to speak across the world, but traveling to speak across the country, like missing class to go speak. And, and that's kind of how I got into that. Mm, yeah. that's, that's very interesting. Yeah. And because well, I meet a lot of um, younger people these days that want to get into public speaking. They always say, I want to be a motivational speaker. Yeah, of course. I'm starting my journey as a motivational speaker. And you spoke on how... How you can how you can uh, give people game or how can they can get bookings? And we do it left and right. Yeah. You said you're from Cleveland, right? Mm -hmm. So I have a um, um, one of my goals used to be I want to do a TEDx talk. Oh, now right. I've done a TEDx talk and I've helped. I I truly think I've helped more people than anybody in the world get a TEDx talk. And when I say that, I mean like I have the the receipts and testimonials of people like taking my program and landing it 30 minutes later. And I, I mentioned Cleveland because there's a, a TEDx talk happening in Cleveland in the next few months that I have like six, five or six people that I put out there to do that. And so it's like the speaking thing, I don't do as much anymore, but the process I have down like the back of my hand. And one thing I love about like, I, and I'm sure it's true with you all's journeys as well is like, we develop so many of these skills over the course of time that, you know, I know for me in entrepreneurship, I will never go broke because even if 
the PR thing doesn't work out, I'll go show people how to do the speaking stuff. If that doesn't work out, I'll go show them how to do this other skill that I learned that I haven't even monetized yet. So my, I, I think of like the, the kid in like the cartoons that like at school would open up his jacket and give all yeah, the things he can offer you. That's me. Yeah, and so I got more stuff than I can reasonably push, but it's, it's awesome because like I said, whatever somebody needs, I can help them do it. Yeah. Mm. And with PR, it's like, a, um, I like it because it's like a behind the scenes kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So is that something that you always knew you, you wanted to be behind no. the scenes? No. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a great question because, man, um, I, lo I loved it when we were at the, uh, the, the Better Way event. And mm -hmm. I, I forgot his name, but one of the speakers was talking about he was doing a training on, you know, here's how to make money on social media without like, like dancing on TikTok, right? Right. I... For a lot of my, the start of my public career, if you will, entrepreneurship journey, I, I, I placed a lot more emphasis on being the influencer mm -hmm. than being, um, uh, for lack of better words, like effective and paid, like more, 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 more strategic about what I was doing. I was chasing more views and likes and comments and judging success by that. When you and I both know there's algorithms that like, you can do everything right and still you not popular. that's yeah and so um for me i spent a lot of years doing the influencer thing and that was when i was doing a lot of the speaking stuff which was great that was awesome um but then the pandemic happened right mm. and so for me i had two main sources of income i was a public speaker like like on speaking tours like from the texas state government they put some stuff into law and I was, I was the guy that they were gonna be sending around. And I was doing that to get paid and then I had a speaking program where I was helping other people get paid to speak as well. And then overnight, you know, right after I got married, that, that COVID word came and it just, everything just shut down. Everything that I had lined up got canceled, all the events. And so I was at this place where I was like, okay, I just got married. I, I need to figure out like what I'm going to do next. Um, but one thing about me is like, I, 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 in that situation back against the wall, like I'll stay on my grind, I'll figure it out. And so for me, like, you know, I, I do it all the time. I've gotten a lot of sales from it. And I know you guys get hit up about it as well, but you'll get hit up on Instagram via DM of somebody offering you something, right? Yep. Hey, Xavier, have you thought about doing this? And so for me, I was getting hit up a lot about, um, like Instagram growth stuff. And so there's this whole big industry where, you know, people will help you grow your Instagram basically by like these um, celebrity shout outs and giveaways and campaigns and stuff. I was like, that's kind of interesting. And so I, I tried that for a minute after I was like a customer of it and I tried it and I was like, you know, this is something cool. Everybody wants to grow their Instagram. But for me, it just, there wasn't really a brand, um, a fit for me as far as like, that being what I am known for, like gaining followers, that just didn't feel right for me. A lot of people do it. It's great for them. But for me, um, I was also at the same time getting hit up about press and people were like, hey, I can get you featured here, here and here. But what I saw they were doing was not very scalable as far as it was all direct outreach, one person at a time. Right. Mm -hmm. But I scaled up my, my speaking course to 7,000 customers with ads and so I was like, if I can connect these dots by getting in this PR space, but scaling it up with ads, which most people in that space were not doing, I was like, this is, this is going to work. Mm. And to this day, like, I think my ads have reached like tens of millions of people to where 
we go to Newport Beach, California, and somebody stops me because they either saw my ad or they're a customer. Okay. We go to Dallas and the same thing happens. And so that was the first business, that PR business, that in under a year I scaled up to uh, seven figures in revenue, did the uh, two comma club, click okay. funnels, okay. Uh, all that. And that's kind of how I got into the to the PR space. So at this point, how old are you? Chandler, how old was I? 22? 22, 23. Yeah. I'm 24 now. Okay. So this is, you know, rel relatively new. But the PR stuff, you know, a lot of people are catching on to now that PR is the gateway to verification. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> man, it's like... <laughs> All the skills that I was developing was placing me where I needed to be to be the guy. Because it's yeah. like, even now, if somebody gets into PR, it took me years to figure out everything that it takes, not just to get verified, but but to do this stuff scalably and consistently. Um, and to just be in the industry where, like, I have all the connections for it. Mm. So where, like, as these waves happen, like, you can't just join now and and, and maybe be a reseller from me or from the guy who then goes to pay me <laughs> but but to be like the 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 end person right. that's that's what i've worked really hard to get to and that's where i'm at now so i oh my bad go ahead, go ahead. yeah so i want to actually yeah. i want to get into the um we'll take things back to the beginning so for someone who may be interested in public speaking and getting up on the stage and doing yes. ted talks they have the message they want to say but they just are afraid. They can't yeah. overcome that fear of public speaking and putting themselves out there. What advice would you give them to go ahead and take that first step and get out Absolutely. there? Absolutely. The first time I, so I'm going to back it up even, even a little bit more in my story. When I was five, I actually lost my, my father to suicide. Dang. And that was something that was extremely challenging for me in my life. Um, especially just a lot of shame and confusion growing up. Um, but there was a point when after I shared my story for the first time and realized that it could bring so much freedom to others that I continued to share it. And it's brought freedom to me as well. And so my wife, our story, we actually dated and we, we started, we dated when we were 16. We, there was like this etiquette class when we were in eighth grade and all the guys and girls got randomly paired up and we got paired up to do this etiquette class. But that same, around that same time, I got asked to speak at this big youth event. And the guy that I knew asked me to come and share my story. And I was honestly terrified. She was in the audience and I had never shared my story. I had the idea if I share this, everyone's going to judge me, make fun of me, think different of me. But the moment I shared my story, I realized, like I said, it was the opposite. And it brought freedom to them and to me mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And so I would just encourage people that are afraid to share their story, maybe because of the content or maybe because of, you know, they're just afraid to talk like you will only get more confident as you do it. Confidence mm -hmm. comes from um, like a, a competence right. in, in doing it. So the more you do it, the more confident you can be. Like we look at somebody like a Steph Curry who like is a wizard with the shot, but he shoots not just on a game, but in practice and when nobody's looking more than anybody else. Mm -hmm. So when he gets to a game time situation, He's confident in himself mm -hmm. to take those shots. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I would encourage anybody with that wants to get started. As mm -hmm. far as getting the opportunities, I would say this. Um, one of the reasons I've been able to help so many people in the public speaking space is because, you know, before we understand how to get results in something, whether it's a business or how to become a paid speaker, whatever, we oftentimes overcomplicate or we have an idea that it's going to be a lot more difficult than it actually is. 
And the reason that I say that is because you got to think about it like this. When it comes to you want to be a speaker, whether you want to be a paid speaker, volunteer speaker, whatever. A lot of times new speakers are like, who would want to invite me to speak? Mm -hmm. Like who would want to have me come speak? But you got to understand on the other side of that, somebody is an event organizer and they're thinking, how can I make this event a six? How can I get a, a speaker that's going to wow? So you have to connect the dots. Probably more than you want to get booked to speak, there are people out there who want a great speaker. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you have experience or not. And I've been blasted for this with people who are like, you know, the guru. Pro- I don't care if you have zero speaking engagements. I could land you one, even if it's not, not, not paid yet, in the next week because we can just play the numbers game and put you in front of people who have an event, whether it's a TEDx talk, whether it's a school or a business, whatever, and they need you just as much or more than you need them. And if you can make that shift in any business from, you know, almost like I'm trying to like, like scam the event organizer, like finesse them and inviting me, no, they need you. And if you can hone in your message and really figure out how does it fit with their group, with their school, with their organization, whatever, it, it becomes a lot easier to do this stuff. Mm. Yes, yeah. yes. I got one more question. So yeah. at what point do you start charging? Like, is there a certain amount of speaking engagements that someone needs to do or That's great. experience you need to get? Yeah, so I tell, look, you can start from the, from the jump with it, but, you know, a lot of people would rather have all of nothing than some of something, right? So a lot of people maybe haven't done any speaking and they're like, this is my fee. And they haven't ever been paid that and they haven't been paid to speak yet and they're not getting booked and they're like, this is my fee. And that's fine. But if you want speaking engagements, what I recommend is that you get your foot in as many doors as possible volunteering. And there's two two important things that I say with this. One is this. Speaking, there's people that, that, that get paid to speak um, that do it very well and, and you know, they do it full time, right? But a lot of people like, that's not the only way they monetize it. For mm-hmm. me, yes, I got paid to speak. I've been paid thousands of dollars for, for speaking gigs. But what I always did was I would speak on the stage and then afterwards I would say, I'll meet you in the back and I'm gonna be signing my book, right? And so I would get paid to speak and then I would make an extra more thousands from your book. my book, mm-hmm. right? And so I would say one, have a product, have a service, have something you can bring in to help monetize it. But two, the more you speak for free, the more you're going to meet those connections that can introduce you to um, bigger paid opportunities. In speaking engagements and in landing speaking opportunities, there's two types, in my opinion, about landing them. There's inbound and outbound. Outbound is I'm reaching out to people to land a speaking opportunity. Inbound is they're reaching out to me. If, if I'm doing outbound and I'm trying to get my first gig, if you want to get a lot of results, do it for free. Inbound, they reach out to me, I'm gonna have my number, this is my number. But what I always tell somebody is if you do a free speaking event and you rock the stage, always ask, especially if there's like, let's say you're speaking at a school and there's a principal who loved it, ask them, hey, like, do you know any of the other principals in the district that would like this? Do you know the superintendent because that person can put you across the whole school district. If you're at a, a, an organization, hey, do you know another company that could benefit from this? There's nothing more powerful than referrals and speaking and business and whatever. Mm, that's um, 
And so that's, that's what I would say. Like you can start charging right away, but I recommend people get as many gigs as possible. So you get the content, you get um, those connections. That's, that's, that's what I recommend. Yeah. That was a great answer. That was a great answer. That was great. And I, I wanted to get into um, social media, specifically Instagram for a second. But before we go into that, we're going to go into our first sponsor. This episode is also sponsored by The Morning Meetup. One thing all successful people have in common is strong connections. If you're trying to break into the entrepreneurial world, you're looking, you're looking to network with like-minded individuals, or you're looking to take your business to the next level. Currently, entrepreneurs from all across the country meet up every morning for a daily meeting from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern to start the day off right. If you want to join this community, there's never been a better time to try it out because for a limited time only, you can start a seven-day trial for just one dollar. If you're looking to get started with the morning meetup, you can go to www.dmorningmeetup.com slash one dollar trial. And like as always, the link for that is in the description of this podcast episode. So I wanna, what, I, what I wanted to ask dealing with social media is I had two questions. So my first one was, so when it comes to PR and dealing with these uh, social media platforms, how did you become the plug's plug? And secondly is, why is it so hard to get verified <laughs> On Instagram, it's like you got to go through. I got like a million fake pages. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. So those are my two. So let's hit. Run me the first question. How did you become the plugs plugs when it comes to PR? Yeah, with these uh, social media platforms. This is so. This is this is the thing. So when we talk about PR, we're talking about a lot of publications. We're talking about, um, you know, we're, we're talking about stuff like that. And so for me, like, there. You know, if, if somebody comes to me and they're like, hey, Kyle, do you want to resell this for me? They're like, hey, I help people get featured here. If you want to resell it and charge here and then pay me my fee, that's great. I know a lot of people who make a lot of money reselling other people's services. But for me, I'm, I don't, I don't want to be the, <laughs> the... The reseller. Right. The middleman. Especially if it's in my... There's times where I've done it where like no matter what I try or what I try to... Who I try to connect with, learn from, I can't make that final connection. Um, but if I, if it's ever possible for me too, I'm like, yo, I respect it, but I'm going to dig a little deeper and I'm going to take the time, effort and energy to make those connections. So I'll give you some game on like w one of the things I did. I'm talking like there were some publications that it wasn't very clear or publications or any PR opportunity, like how some of these people in my position were able to make it happen. Right. And so um, what I realized or what I thought is like, there's gotta be somewhere on the back of these, like when they're publishing a client on this site or they're doing whatever I'm talking in the metadata, the page code, there's gotta be somewhere that somebody's going to slip and it's going to say this person's name or this person that they went to, whatever. So I spent time in, the code of different websites trying to figure out like who's the the like the silent source a lot of times people like they see whether it's an influencer whether it's whatever and they see oh this person's like making noise Face. and everything but mm -hmm. oftentimes the people really pulling the strings you've never heard of mm -hmm. like have a big following or anything. Kanye talked about it uh in like one of his rants about like the music industry and he mentioned some names that like people have never, never heard, heard I had never heard of the people that are really behind all of it. And so for me, like becoming the plugs plug was really, you know, putting in my time as far as starting with smaller publications. And then, you know, whatever you obsess over and spend all your time with and all your time trying to dive deeper into, you're going to make more connections in that space, right? So if, 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 if I'm in the PR space 
you know, 24 seven trying to grow my list of publications and whatnot, and somebody else dabbles in it. Like I'm going to go so deep that opportunities and connections are going to come to me. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people that, you know, they want their services sold. And so they come to me and they say, Hey Kyle, what can you do with this? And so that's kind of how that came about. And then with verification kind of was the same boat with, you know, started out when I first started doing it. Um, I had other people that I had to go through to help people do it. But with me, like, that's not the end game for me. That's not where I want to stay. And so I've networked so hard and made good connections with people that the connections they have, they can't utilize the way that I can because they're not in my industry. And so I make sure that it's a win-win-win for both of us. And, um, you know, from there, from there, make those connections. And now I have some of the biggest people like, and for example, the verification space that like outsourced to me. Outsourced to you. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to ask you this, because I know this is what people want to know directly is, so how do you, just, how, how does do someone you, get verified? Sure, man. There's, there's, so there's a few ways to get verified on social media. My, my twin sister is verified on everything. Um, and she's verified because she's a news reporter. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a Jacksonville news reporter. And like, for a lot of reasons, like news reporters, like at official news stations, they, they need to be verified because it's, you know, we don't want to get sense. false information out there. If you're a professional athlete for the Dallas Cowboys, you need to get verified. If you're, you know, Kim Kardashian, Kanye, they're going to verify you automatically, right? Um, but then there's the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> then there's the rest of us that, you know, don't fall into one of those categories. And the one that, you know, a lot of people fall into, myself included, is like entrepreneur, public figure. Mm-hmm. It's not Instagram's priority to verify entrepreneurs and public figures. And so there's a couple ways to go about it. One, I'm going to give some game right here. Within the Instagram app, they have, you can go to, um, you know, settings, request verification. Everyone I know has done it and everyone I know has been denied. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've heard of two people probably ever get verified through there. That is not how you get verified. And my take on it is that they added that so that, you know, their employees aren't getting harassed on LinkedIn like, and like, hey, can you verify? Because it's like, oh, I got denied, but at least I had the chance to, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like this filler. That's smart. Um, I, if you can't, if you do get verified through there, you're going to need some killer press. Like, when I say press, I'm talking news articles. And every single day, people come to me and they're like, hey, Kyle, can you verify me? And I'm like, send me your list of press. And they got the same list of press that everybody else has purchased and does not oh, work. Oh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And look, I, I, sell, I sell press and I, I have plenty of publications that people love to get featured in. But Yahoo Finance ain't going to get you verified, <laughs> dog. Hey, that's why I said let's talk about it. Because that's, that's, that's one of the big ones that yeah. so everybody was paying for. Huh? It's, not, it's worth it, it worth not it? to get. So like a Yahoo Finance or those smaller ones, which again, I, have, I put people in all the time. It's worth it, but not to get verified. It's worth it for, I've had people that I put in publications and I don't even tell them, hey, you're going to get sales even in a Forbes article from the reader of Forbes. It's no. When Xavier gets put in Forbes and he posts on his, his page, here's my Forbes article, instant authority, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so it's how you leverage it. Um, but as far as like the you know, verification goes, if you were going to get lucky and get verified through that form that they allow you to get verified through, you're going to need five killer links. 
you can it's not just articles though you can um, also get away with using if you're verified on other platforms so for example one hack it's a lot easier to get verified on facebook than it is instagram so instead of trying to get five awesome links you could try to get four or better yet you could try to get two to three get verified on, facebook, verified on facebook and then use that as one of your links right. to try to get verified on instagram but still to get verified through that form you're going to need like i'm talking like forbes caliber stuff uh ink success all that stuff that business like, insider bit the, the, the real business insider right. <laughs> there's, there's another one that's like the same yahoo finance kind of thing which i'm not even trying to knock no we're not knocking them yeah, at all i'm not so trying to knock but it's not it's not gonna get you verified use it for something else use it for your brand but it's not gonna get you verified and so that's you know how you kind of got to go about that um those five links the real way to get verified though is this there are uh you want the game yeah man break <laughs> it down this is, you know, you all, know. Right, all right <laughs> there are so my sister got verified because she's a news reporter right? right so they need basically big news agencies are um partners with facebook mm -hmm. right and so they have special portals where they can verify the news reporters it makes sense. My sister Kennedy needs to get verified. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have a portal, or you know, the conference, whatever has a has a the league has a portal, and so it's automatic. Um, you you gotta go through a portal to mm. get verified. Most people have never heard of a portal. Right. I've this is my first time hearing of this. People who have heard of a portal don't have access to one. <laughs> I got access to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and so what we do is it actually allows us to any partner so for example a media agency stuff like that and i'm not talking media agency like like small like you got to have connections with like the big the biggest of them um and so we actually have like actual facebook reps that we make a case with so when you go through the app you're getting auto denied right it's a it's a little bot little scam whatever that you know it's it's going to deny you what you need is a facebook rep to manually review the verification in addition to you actually having all the press right so it's like verification man you need you got to have the killer press and the connections to a portal and you got to get it get submitted through it and all these things and even then you know verifying an entrepreneur has gotten harder every day, week, month, and year. Mm. And I've done some in the last like week or so, but it's not it's not like it used to be. Um, because again, like at the end of the day, like you know, I know like all of us here, like we are legit entrepreneurs. A lot of people put entrepreneur in their bio. Mm -hmm. Today, everyone's an entrepreneur, and today everyone has you know in their mind a reason to get verified. And so this is what I would say: like that's great. I think there's a lot of people that should be verified that aren't. But I see a lot of people like they'll get like frustrated with me. Like they'll be telling me like, no, I, I need it. It's like it's not I, I'm not the gatekeeper trying to tell you, hey, you, you should or shouldn't be verified. You got to play the game, though, if you want to get verified. Right. Right. And so that's portal and that's press. And a lot of people don't understand that. But a lot of people also haven't heard of that. But um, that's kind of how that works. And then, you know, again, you still need great press. So it took me a while to get verified. Mm -hmm. um, but after I did it, I had a more better understanding of it, and now I've helped a lot of people. Other people it. do it. So, so what are, what are what are those? Um, you don't have to name all of them. You can name yeah, a few. The sure. publications, because mm -hmm. we talked about not let's going to Yahoo it. Finance. No, right? let's, 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 let's get into it. No, this is a great question. And which has the best visibility? 
the, for with articles? the publications. Yeah. yeah so visibility wise, like I, I think the best, the, my favorite one that I put people in is definitely Forbes, like Forbes. Forbes.com, Forbes US, Forbes.com. Right. There's other ones. But the reason I say that for visibility, like I've had some clients that I put in Forbes and for whatever reason it popped off and all that. But the best thing about Forbes is all these publications have something called domain authority. It's DA. So Forbes has probably like a 95, like out of a hundred. If I'm, if I create a website, a blog today, it's going to have like five out of a hundred. When you have a high domain authority site like Forbes, it's going to show up when I search Xavier Miller, like it's going to show up high in Google. So stuff like that, when somebody searches you intent based and they see a Forbes article, that's where you get the most or the best results from visibility. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I, why I like articles like Forbes and, and there's smaller ones too that show up. It's called um, indexing in Google. So I like putting people in articles and publications that do index in Google as opposed to, hey, you can't find it unless you search for it. Um, as far as like the, you know, publications, like that's a Forbes, that's all the big ones, all the mainstream ones definitely work for that. Um, one of the questions yeah, that I get, entrepreneur does work. Yeah, it ranks really well. One of the questions I get a lot of times is people come to me and they're like, hey, what, what press do I need? I'm like, send them, send me your press. They send it. And I'm like, I'll, sometimes I'll scan it. I'll tell them no so fast that they'll be like, do you even read it? I'm like, yeah, I read it. And I know every single link you just sent me, everyone has purchased. And if, if everyone is purchasing the same links and trying to submit them through Facebook for verification, they blacklist them. So that's what happens with a lot of, with a lot of sites. And so you know, what happens is they'll be like, hey, can you verify me with this list? And I'll say no. They'll say, okay, which publications do I need? And what they're really asking is which publications do I need to buy? Do you need to buy? It's, it's, it's a catch-22 because if you can buy it, everyone can Everybody buy it. Can and if buy. everyone can buy it, it's going to get blacklisted. So it's not really – and it gets harder and harder every day. So all the publications – I'm not going to list them all, but you've heard of so many of them that, you know, are accessible for purchase – those don't work. The ones that do are the ones that, you know, I could get you in, but I can't just put it on my, I can't put a checkout page in my story and say, hey, whoever buys this, I'm going to put you in it tomorrow. All right. Right. And so what we kind of transitioned to with some of our clients is trying to get them in, in bigger press in a less scalable way as far as we're not trying to put 100 people in it. But, you know, you only need five solid links for verification. So... You know, a, a really good one as well is uh, Black Enterprise. I've mm. put some people in that. I've been in that. That one I've gotten some people verified with. Um, I've had some clients that have gotten verified with um, even local news, but real local news. Real, right, right, right. right. Um, so my, my thing would be this. If everyone and their mom can buy it tomorrow, it's probably it's not, not going to work for you. And like, look, I... You know, I charge, of course, for my services and for my publications, but I, anytime somebody sends me a list of press via Instagram, I'll tell them, hey, this, this link right here is going to get your thing auto-denied because it's blacklisted. Like, I, I review stuff every single day, so I have a very good pulse on what will get somebody verified and what won't. Mm. I'm usually not shocked when, it's, when a verification request doesn't go through. Doesn't there were a couple happen. this last week that I was like, she should have gotten verified. But, but there, most of the time, I have a good pulse on you know, what works and what doesn't. Mm. So I got a question for you. Yeah. 
and not your business or your process, but I've heard of other people trying to get people verified and then they get verified and then it gets rescinded because something or whatever in that process is wrong. So can you speak on like- You're talking what, about people losing their blue check? Yeah, like yeah, so why there, does that happen? There's there's a number of reasons people lose their blue check. One is if you, um, you know, break any, one, any of Instagram's terms of service for whatever reason, you do anything that has nothing to do with verification they can take it away. I've heard people talk about, you know, the famous C word over the last couple of years, way too much. Mm -hmm. And they got their blue check taken away. Mm -hmm. As far as, yeah, I've definitely seen people that have gotten, you know, um, verified through like an agency, somebody like me, and it's gotten take away, taken away. That's never happened with one of my clients. Um, what I would just say though, is one, you want to be, you know, you want to be like transparent on your thing. So if you say like, Oh, here's a great example. So let's say your name is, you know, John Smith. And there's some there's a Wikipedia article on John Smith and there's some big press and you use those links, for example, and you try to say, hey, this is me. And they they verify because like this stuff is really good. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's a problem. And not only will they maybe take it away, but one, I have somebody that I can think of right now that this person's stuff got taken away and he's trying to get another one verified. That's the hardest thing in the world. If you lose a blue check, getting another one is like very difficult because they'll have your name on like a probably some sort of do not do not verify thing. Um, but yeah, overall, like, you know, another one I would say is this, like there's different um, when I talk about the portals, there's different types of portals. There's music portals, entertainment portals, media portals, um, American mm, portals, and there's portals, you know, that are India based and there's nothing wrong with that, but like you want to go through the highest tier. Like they say you can work with the pros or work with the bros, right? So your bro got a connection to somebody okay. who can do it in a little kind of off way that may cost you more down the line. Down the line. And so anything I do, like we try to do with the utmost excellence and professionalism and like highest quality. And, um, but yeah, and at the end of the day, Instagram reserves the right to, it's a free mm -hmm. app. They, they can, you know, take it, give it, do whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so that's yeah. a fact. One more question on that note. Does it matter, like, what type of portal you go, go through? Like, does it have to align with your particular industry? Um, so yes and no. If the case is extremely strong, mm -hmm. like, I've used a music portal to verify uh, NFT project um, a public figure, all these things in their press is very strong. If you're on the fence, like, so for example, one of the easiest categories to verify is music artists. Um, and so if you have a music artist in a music portal and you do the submissions and make the case right, like there's a good chance they're going to get verified. Um, but with the portals, another thing is this, you don't want to, if, if there's a music portal, it's really intended to be for that. Mm -hmm. So if somebody is all the time, you know, trying to submit, um, I don't know, doctors through a music portal, that's going to get the portal flagged. And so the people who have access to it are typically going to be smart enough to like, you know, not take on, I don't take on any case that I don't think is strong. It's just not worth it. Mm -hmm. right. And a lot of people are like, why don't you just submit it anyways? And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's like, it's not worth it. Um, and so it does matter, but if the case is strong enough, it really doesn't. Okay. Yeah, mm. that's my experience. Mm. I, got, I got some more uh, PR questions as well, but before we go into that, we're going to go into our next sponsor.
Are you looking for a simple way to increase your monthly income and jumpstart your journey to financial freedom? We've cracked the code to Amazon's multi-billion dollar marketplace, and we want to introduce this lucrative opportunity to you. It's called dropshipping, and it's one of the most lucrative ways to passively make money online. What's mind-blowing is that it requires zero inventory. Our DFY Commerce team has created a turnkey system to bring our preferred clients a six to seven figure passive income stream, and the beauty is, the process is simple. One, we will build and launch your store on Amazon. Two, our team researches, curates, and lists product for you. Three, we continually optimize your store to maximize profits. Four, our team fulfills all of your orders and customer service inquiries. The potential is endless with DFY Commerce. We are strategically looking for serious clients who are equally excited and serious about growing their income portfolio and want you to get in touch with one of our DFY Commerce team members today. Schedule a free, no obligation consultation, which will include a detailed revenue projection. And I love this conversation so much, because like I said, it's pretty much like everybody I know it's everybody I talk to, we all have this conversation. If you're on social media, especially if you got a follow, you're like, damn, like, how do you get verified? This is a crazy process. But I want to ask you, like, why is this stuff so important when you talk about PR and verification? Why is this so important? Oh, that's a great question. You know, a lot of times I talk to entrepreneurs, and especially entrepreneurs that are maybe like a generation above us, but on social media, and one of their complaints is that, I'm better than at this craft than these other these people. These people that's verified. Mm -hmm. I'm a better doctor. I'm a better entrepreneur. I'm a better, and it's like, bro, I'm not, I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're wrong about that, but you have to play the game. And like in our society today, the currency is attention. Mm -hmm. You have enough attention and like high quality attention. I love what Jay said in the podcast the other day. He said, uh, you can buy followers, but you can't buy influence. That's so if you have the right kind of like high quality attention, like you can make more dollars, you can post on your story and, and all of that. Um, and so that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's super, super important. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, like give the audience some tips, like what are some things they need to be doing to like grow their audience and engage with people mm -hmm. on social media? Yeah. I mean, look for me, I'm, I may be a bad example because I honestly lately have been posting like probably like four times a year. And uh -oh. the, the reason being, and that's so backward from everyone's advice, but th the reason being is because a lot of the last couple of years, like from a business side, you know, my face on Instagram was in front of millions of people because I was running a, a lot of ads and spending a lot of money on it. So it's not really about how you get in front of the people. It's you need to get in front of the people. If you want to pay for ads, that's the best way to get in front of more people because Instagram doesn't owe you reach. That's a bar. We should say it again. We say it again. On a free app. Damn. Instagram doesn't owe you reach. That's game, bro. <laughs> but if you want, but they have an op, they have, it's not like they're like, hey, yeah, we're not going to help. <laughs> There's another option. Man. There's a better way. Shout out to Jay. Yeah, yeah. Shout it's out a better Jay. way. It's a better way. Uh, There's a better way. And they have an option where you can pay to play. Yep. And if you're going to pay to play, you need to learn what you're doing first. Cause you can, you can, you can burn money really fast mm -hmm. with ads. Um, but so that, that's what I recommend. I'm not even recommending everybody get into ads right away. So let's talk about some, you know, let's say you're not going to pay to play yet. Um, one, if you want to grow your audience, 
um, and you want to you know, get more customers. Um, yes, you need to be posting, but don't just post to post. I say post, not even to try to get more reach from your post, but post because in the next step, as we get more eyeballs to your page, like psychology will tell you in a few seconds, they decide if you're the guy or not. That's a fact. They decide if, and it's a lot of it is superficial and material and all that. Most of it seems like it is. But, but they will quickly decide, hey, do I want to work with this person or do I want to work with this person? They'll mm-hmm. decide it so quick. And it may be the better person doesn't have the presence and our generation is like, they must not have it. They must not have it going on. And so, you know, you got to like get those, um, those posts in order, that, that content in order, that authority with the press. Verification helps. It's not completely necessary. And then the next thing I would say is, is, is collaboration. So what I would recommend is, you know, if you can find niche pages, um, I've done posts on the Shade Room. I've done posts on different like small entrepreneurship pages. That helps because it's pretty targeted and different from like those giveaways I was talking about where people follow you because they want to win a Gucci purse. Mm-hmm. They're following you because they like your content. And so you're building a more organic um, like when I did the Shade Room post, I gained like 10,000 targeted followers in like a couple of days. Most people spend years trying to get 10,000 followers, That's right? Nice. So there's that. Um, I love like the, you know, you got the sponsorship with like the morning meetup and things like that. So it's like getting on, you know, uh, other people's platforms, even if it's just, hey, I'll pay you to put on your Instagram story. You know, if you want to get verified, hit up Kyle, he's the guy, right? Because exactly. whatever I pay you is probably going to be worth it. Right. And so you create win-win situations where everybody wins. And it's like this. Let's say um, Jay has his audience, right? I can build my audience from scratch or I can, you know, have Jay almost like lease the audience. So I get the credibility that he endorses with it. Right. We were watching my wife and I, we were watching uh, uh, FBI. There's a show called FBI, right? And they had the regular one, but now they have FBI Most Wanted, FBI International. But they didn't just launch it as a new thing and say, I hope people come. They did a collab episode. So now you're already watching the one you already know. And now you're also going to watch the new one as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's another hack I would say. Like, find people. And sometimes it's not exchanging for money. Sometimes it's exchanging. I exchange for services. I exchange for, you know, goodwill and, and, and friendship. And, you know, I do something for you and, like, you know, you're going to look out for me too in the future. Um, but getting on other people's platforms, I think, is the fastest way in 2022 to grow your audience in a targeted way. Um, because you can find somebody in your niche that already has the audience. Right. And you can grow it that way. Absolutely. I like a lot about your stories that you talk about building connections a lot. And I think that's oh, yeah. so important. That's, that's my number one skill. Like, that's, the- that's a super important skill. Yeah. And it's so good that it's your number one. And I want you to talk about that because especially at a young age, mm-hmm. at 24, you've built so many connections, so many valuable connections. And it's really helped you, like, boost everything up yeah. 10 times. So can you talk about that and give some advice for, like, younger listeners on yeah. how they can do the same? So. It's like, you know, we've all heard it before, like your, your network is your net worth, right? And people right. like think, some people think that's cliche or whatnot, but it's, it's true. Like you get in certain rooms, like I can't wait. We're talking about Jay a lot, but I can't mm. wait to 
I want to be a sponsor at the next Better Way thing. It was dope, right? Because the numbers add up. It was dope, <laughs> the right? Number, like, yeah. I want to have a table. I want to have a booth because I know with my product or service, like, whatever I pay Jay, I'm going to make back tenfold, and it's a win-win situation for everybody. Um, and so that's going to be super important. I'm excited for that. But as far as networking goes, like, you know, you want to be – let's talk about just break it down even, even easier, like, financially. If you, you know, start a business – and you are in college and you're making $2,500 a month, $2,500 a month in your business. That's cool. You're in college and your other college roommates are like, wow, you're killing it. Mm -hmm. You're going to think, wow, I'm killing it. I'm not saying that's not killing it, but listen, like if you're the biggest fish in your pond, you're not going to think you need to continue to grow. But if you can get in front of a room or in front of a group in, in a room where the average or the bad month is 10,000. You rise to it. Mm -hmm. If you can get in a room where the average, the, the bad month is 100,000, something inside of you rises to meet that. There becomes a new standard. We mm -hmm. always fall back to the standards that we set. Yep. It's like you can either be you know, a thermometer that reads the temperature or you can be the thermostat. And you want to get in rooms where the thermostat is set to a degree, not just financially, but in the energy, the conversations, you know, is it gossip or is it elevation? Are we talking about people? Are we talking about ideas? You want to get in rooms where the conversations are elevated because it's going to elevate you as well. And so more practically on, on networking, I don't care if you don't think you need it, you need to be on LinkedIn. I use LinkedIn. I made so much money from LinkedIn <laughs> and not just directly like LinkedIn isn't where I go to sell to people. LinkedIn is where I connect with the people you never heard of, the people that pull the strings, the people that I can partner with to really run it up. And so LinkedIn is great because LinkedIn allows you to do, oh, you want the game? Yes, let's get it. Let's <laughs> get right. it. LinkedIn is so powerful because... Well, two things. One, you need to upgrade within LinkedIn. I think it's called LinkedIn Premium, something yeah. like that. It's not It's not too expensive, but what it allows you to do, it, is, it allows you to send messages to people who haven't accepted your connection request, which is super important because sometimes people don't see it, sometimes right. people whatever, and you can't send them a message yet if you don't have that premium feature. It's called InMail or something. So I use LinkedIn. I go to, um, yo, okay, let's, let's do this. <laughs> let's say I want to, you know, let's say I want to meet a Forbes writer. Right. Super practical. Let's say I want to get in Forbes. Right. And I go to LinkedIn and I categorize it by people and I sort it by people who write for Forbes. And, um, you know, I do special filters and I can do it to set to only show me people who I have a mutual connection with. And I break it down. Right. And so it's not just that. It's literally anything. Um, a lot of times, like maybe I'll find you know, with a certain publication or opportunity, like a name of somebody that I need to find how to connect with them. And then I even on Instagram, right? But they, for whatever reason, especially the mm -hmm. uh, generation above us, they're, like, they're on, LinkedIn. on LinkedIn. They're on there for sure. And a lot of times people like, I haven't really jumped on the TikTok thing, but like, I don't want to get left behind in, uh, you know, being up with what's working. And it's like, you know, don't think just because this is my platform, that you just need to be in one platform. I don't post on LinkedIn. I probably haven't ever posted on LinkedIn, probably won't ever, but I use it for what I use it for. And so LinkedIn is a great way to network. Um, events, in-person events are so, so, so crucial. Um, the Better Way event, any conference, if you can get mm -hmm. in the room with people in person and like show up to those networking type settings, like, like 
the speakers at events are great, but I don't really show up just for the speakers. I show up for the people, the people I want to meet. Like we, we had connected on Instagram, but at the better way of it, we really connected. Then we saw each other, ran into each other yesterday, randomly. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like building those connections in person, I think is a real hack because you know, you can just really gain rapport with somebody much faster in person than you can on social media. media, Um, And I'm going to say one more that's probably the most practical. Um, My understanding is that Instagram allows you to open 50 new conversations a day. If you already have existing conversations, DM threads with people, you can continue it. No problem. It doesn't count your number. You should be opening if you are about trying to get to the next level in whatever your space is, 50 new conversations a day. It is free. You can send a message to Grant Cardone today. Yep. He may or may not see it or read it, but it is free to reach out to anybody in the world. Like, I'm so passionate about this that the phone we have in our pocket, like, they had, think about this, they had less test technology when they sent people to the moon for the first time. <laughs> and we're talking about, like, I'm having trouble. How do I find a mentor? How do I find the connection, reach out to them. And that goes hand in hand with having your profile in order because people are much more likely, obviously, to respond to if they see the blue check because there's like just some psychological, psychological wow factor to it. But just if they, they're going to check your profile out first. Yep. There's somebody, I'm not going to name his name, that I'm trying to connect with right now because I want to do a really big deal with them. Uh, but he, I hit him up on LinkedIn and every other platform and he hadn't responded to me yet. But I did get a notification that says, so-and-so viewed your profile. So think about this. More people than what follow you and more people than have responded to your message, they will always view your profile. Mm-hmm. If somebody oh. messages you before you respond, you I'll might. I'll look at their profile every time. Because you want to see who it I, is. I want to see who it is. I want to see what they're about. What and they if you're represent. like, whoa, I can benefit from this. Like, this, this is legit. Exactly. Like, I'm going to respond. Right. But something... Before we wrap up, I got one thing I want to talk about that I love that you said. I think this might have been my favorite thing that you said from this conversation is that you said Instagram does, doesn't owe you reach. And that's no, extremely no. dope because I feel like as um, content creators, all of us, I feel like we go through this. We feel like, man, this platform sucks. It's not what it used to be. I can't, my stuff not getting as much uh, reach as it used to be. But you got to remember, it's a free platform. It doesn't owe you anything. It's your job, like you said. To play that game yes. and take the right steps, the right necessary steps to get the reach that you're looking for. And people will be like, I'm going to leave the platform. Instagram, like, bye. <laughs> right. Like, it's a million other people. And the other thing, too, last thing I'll say on that is, like, you got to understand, like, you know, every day, month, and year, Instagram is growing their, the pool of people that are on the platform. So whereas, you know, a few years ago, people on average may have followed 500 people. Now they fo- people, some people follow 10,000 people. So the odds of them, it's not even sometimes Instagram limiting you. The odds of that person see, being on their phone at the, at the right time. time and you being the only person of the 10,000, like, come on. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. No, I love that, man. Before yeah. we let you go, Deanna, you had anything else you want to say before we wrap up, group? That was all for me. I just want to say thank you so much for coming yeah, on the that, show. This was uh, a great, fire. great episode. Yeah, this was a great episode, man. Like like Deanna said, just backing off what she said, uh, we don't take this for granted. We take we, we definitely appreciate you and your wife coming through to come chop it up with us. This yeah, was this extremely is fire. I love this. No, nah, we, we don't got to do a part two because I got I feel, I feel like it's so much more. Yeah. We <laughs> no, talk I had about, a million like, more I got, questions. I got like a million more questions. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to definitely do a part two. Enough. But before we let you go, do you mind plugging all your stuff where people can follow you? Yeah. Everything you got, just you can plug it. Yeah, easy. I run everything, honestly, through my personal brand on Instagram. That's Kyle Dendy, K-Y-L-E-D-E-N-D-Y. Um, 
Honestly, it, it's funny because right now the operations that I have going on, the services with like, you know, the stuff that I'm, people are outsourcing to me, like right now I'm not running ads. I'm not posting about what I offer. I'm not doing any of that. And it's bigger than ever, right? I could tell. So, I really you know, posts. with something like this, like I'm probably, you're not probably going to see me post on Instagram about, hey, if you want to get verified, hit me up. But if, you know, you want to, you want to chat, um, reach out on Instagram. We can start a conversation there um, and kind of go from there. But I'm, I'm, I, this year I'm simplifying everything. Last year I had ads going crazy and did all this stuff, all these platforms. Now it's like very simple, but you know, they say uh, simple scales, fancy fails. Like I'm simplifying things right now because I'm really trying to scale it up and all that. So mm, yeah, I love it. Yeah, but Insta Instagram is definitely the best way probably one of the only ways to reach me unless you got my, my, my number so mm, that's great well y'all everybody that's tuning in definitely follow kyle like he's doing uh, amazing things he got a lot of information as y'all can see so definitely tap yeah. into everything he's doing and deanna what's your info where they can find and follow you and you can follow me on instagram at deanna kent twitter deanna s kent and youtube lessons in life and luxury and you can follow me on all platforms at xavier c miller that's tiktok instagram youtube twitter Whatever else you got out there. Everything. Everything. I'm on, <laughs> I, I, I'm on it. And you can follow Million That Mindsets podcast as well. And that's all we have for you guys on this episode of Million That Mindsets. See you guys next episode. Peace. Peace. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people. If you know they solid, elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some games. Every y'all gonna talk about it. No, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouches. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant.